All right, welcome back to the Whole Squad Eats podcast. My name is Phil Risher, and today's episode we have a Q&A, and we have some really good questions from listeners. If you have a question that you want to submit, you can just drop a comment on this video if you're on YouTube, or you can go over to LinkedIn and connect with me, Phil Risher. I'll put the link down in the description of the podcast, and you can go over there, message me, drop a comment on some of the content, and we'll add it to our next Q&A. On this channel, we talk about you know growing your business. We talk about increasing uh, profits, revenue, investing, investing in yourself, investing in money, and just in general how to do cool stuff. The point of this content is because the whole squad eats, and so that's truly what we believe here. And so hopefully you gain um, education from this podcast and this YouTube video while also taking your personal life to the next level as well. So let's get right into these questions. All right. So the first one that we have here is going to be um, how to find a better network of people for yourself. And so this is something that I actually struggled a lot with initially because I didn't really know any business owners. Like I didn't know anyone that owned a business. I didn't know anyone that was even really a millionaire. And so I was like, well, how do I get around these people? How do I learn what they do? How do I interact with them? And so the first thing that really helped me was reading books by people that were millionaires that I thought they were. So I just read money books. (laughs) So like Dave Ramsey books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki books. And then I started just going down the rabbit hole of all the money books, The Millionaire Next Door, a lot of those ones, real estate investing books. And was just trying to get consumed and get in proximity of these people that were talking about money and money literacy because that's what my goal was, was to make a bunch of money. And so if I could learn from them, great. Now, I didn't have direct access to these people as far as like a network because I couldn't just like, you know, text them or call them and, and start working with them or talking with them. And so I had to go to the next level. And what I found was once you start reading these books or even listening to these podcasts, which I got into that eventually, I started to realize that there were like-minded people on social media and in networking groups that also had a similar philosophy to me. And so the first person that I kind of met that had a similar philosophy was actually at my job. I started talking about Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I met someone there who had similar aspirations and started reading some similar books. And so we started to build our own network. And it's cool to see, you know, over the last five, 10 years, we've kind of started to build together inside of our network, which is really exciting for me to see. The next part to this was I actually started selling to local service businesses in my job. I was working at Enterprise Rent-A-Car and I started selling to these local service businesses. And so I got in extreme proximity to these business owners that were making a bunch of money. And I had, you know, 30 minutes, an hour of their time through my sales to learn about them. And so I really dug into that a lot, which the way that I did it was I kind of asked them like, hey, you know, how did you build this business? How did you get to this point? Tell me kind of how you started and not taking away from the sale, but more building rapport with them. But to be honest, I was just very curious of these things. And so what ended up happening was I started to build a network of these business owners through my day job of sales, which ultimately led to me getting a job at one of these places and then turning that into a business idea, just all based on the proximity of getting around these people. So if you're kind of stuck with how do I build a network of people, how do I get around like-minded people or people that I want to be like, well, if you're listening to podcasts and you're watching YouTube videos, you're already doing those steps. I would recommend taking it to the next level, which would be 
figure out how you can either go to networking groups. So like we're a part of one that's called a BNI, Business Networking International, and you can get around business owners you can, and you can go free as a guest. And if you know, if you're in high school, college, even if you're, you know, in your 30s or 40s and you're looking to get around like-minded people that are growth oriented, going to networking groups specifically that are focused around business is a good one, but because um, you know it's kind of hard when you go to like a chamber or something like that and it's and it's a happy hour because it's not as intimate of growth-minded people and so I would find something like that that maybe you, you don't have to put a bunch of money out but you can still get around them the other thing is just like in your day-to-day um, life is your job or whatever you do for an occupation is it getting you the steps that you need to get closer to people that you want to get to if that's something that's important to you how can you structure what you do every single day to get around those people? Kind of like the story that I was telling you is that I went into sales, so then I was able to get around these types of people. So that is um, what I would typically recommend. And over you know time now, I unfortunately have had the opportunity to build these relationships with these people. And yeah, it's been really good. All right, next question. Should your business be profitable right off the bat? And so... My recommendation for this, there's a great book called Profit First, and hopefully Mike Michalowicz, one of the authors, will be on this podcast, and one day, hopefully, we can interview him. Um, And so what he talks about is called Profit First, is that all the money, if you're you're running a business or you're starting a business or you're running $10 million business, a lot of times what happens is all your money is running through a checking account, and when it's running through a checking account, the way that you quantify your profit is on your P&L at the end of the year or at the end of the quarter, you go into your QuickBooks or whatever and you look and say, how much profit did I have? And so the, the best thing that you can do is if you're just starting out and you're generating you know, even $100 in, in revenue, well, take 10% of that or 20% of that or 30% of that and stick it aside as profit. And the other 70% is all the other stuff, your operating expenses, maybe you have payroll, take some out for your taxes, um, those types of things. And so should businesses be profitable right off the bat? It, in my opinion, it depends on your goal. For 90% of people, I would say yes. So like for Flash, we are a service-based business and we do digital marketing consulting for local service businesses. So we're not trying to raise capital. You know, We're not trying to get investors and all this stuff. We're not trying to build a billion-dollar company. What we are trying to do is create a great lifestyle for the owner, me, and also for our employees. And the way that we do that is that we have profit in the business so that we can invest into our employees. We can invest in hiring people. And we're not just out here you know, racking up debt and all this stuff. We're running a solid business. The reason I say 90% of people is because 90% of people are creating businesses so that way they, they can make money. The other 10% of people are going for moonshots or big things, $100 million, $500 million things that maybe they have an investment, an initial infusion investment that they're going to be implementing in their business. And so they don't necessarily need to have a profit right away, and they can hide those profits as reinvesting back into the business. I don't recommend doing this and hiding profits or any of that stuff. is not something that I'm about. But I think that's how you should look at it. So if you're just starting a business and ultimately you want it to be how you make money, which means that it's basically a job, um, I would recommend making sure that you take profits aside because what's going to happen is a lot of people don't know this is that businesses, you get paid two ways. You get paid as an employee and you get paid as profit. And so as an employee, maybe you pay yourself $50,000 and then whatever extra that's profit, you can either take it out as a profit distribution or you can invest it back in. And so let's say you're a $2 million business. 
if you pay yourself $200,000 a year and then you don't take any profit and you don't even have any profit, well, maybe you pay yourself $100,000 you have $100,000 in profit. This is important because as you continue to grow your business, you want to have those profit margins. More importantly, it makes it very attractive if you're trying to sell your business or just in general to have a profit that's there so that way you're not just taking all the profit out of the business. It's okay if you end up taking it out, but you have to have things separate. So that would be my two cents when it comes to should your business be profitable right off the bat? Yes. Every single dollar that comes in should have an allocation, whether that's going to be for profit, whether that's going to be for your expenses, whether it's going to be for contractors, whatever. The way that I got started just very candidly is that I had um, I, I sold a customer and I said, hey, this is what we're going to do for you. Then I had contractors that helped me with certain aspects of it. Then I had my pay and then I had profit in there. I read profit first, so I, I had it separated all right from the get-go. And so I had all these different set pieces in the on the chessboard, and I was ready to pay all of them and plug and play. So that's kind of how I did it. All right, next. Okay, this is a great one. How do you give without worrying that people are going to just go do it themselves? This one comes up a lot on our Flash Consulting YouTube channel. And to be honest, when I even first started, I started a blog um, in 2015 helping young people pay off student loans, um, preparing so that way that they can budget and that kind of stuff. And people always used to ask me, well, like, well, why are you giving away your budget template for free? You know, you should charge like, you know, money for that. Or why are you giving away your advice for free? You should charge for that and that, and that kind of stuff. And I don't know. I was always just the thought process was like, I'm here to help people. And eventually maybe people will ask me like, how can they pay me? And that did end up happening. But in general, when we think about giving and not worrying about someone just going to do it for themselves, there was a really good quote that I heard, which was you give the recipe and then you sell the cooking. So if I tell you, hey, here's how you should do it, obviously you can go out and just try it yourself. Is it going to be as good as if I were to do it for you since I've done it before? Probably not. Could you get it 80% of the way and have it run? Sure, of course you could. And that's why we're adding value in giving because at the end of the day, when you give, you're going to receive. And my philosophy is the more that I give, the more that eventually it's going to come back to me. And if not, I'm just putting good juju out into the world. And people are going to be like, wow, this guy, he's giving all this information away for free. He's not even putting it behind paywalls or putting it behind opt-ins or anything. And so he must be a good dude, so let me follow his stuff. And then eventually, maybe they can pay for something. Maybe they have an idea like, hey, have you ever thought about doing this? I would be willing to pay X amount of dollars for that. That could be an option as well. So when you're giving first and not just thinking about how am I going to get money from this transaction or interaction – it goes a long way into building the relationship with people because you're just giving of your time, your expertise, your knowledge. So what are some things that you can give? And this is something that I struggled with initially was like, yeah, I could give my time. I could work for them for free. You know, I could I was an unpaid intern in college three for three different times. So there's a lot of things that you can do, um, especially if you don't have an expertise right off the bat. Well, what exactly is your expertise? So my recommendation w to you would be learn a skill. And then go and try to figure out how you can leverage that skill to help someone else. That could be just simply on YouTube. Maybe you learn how to cut videos like this into short, into short reel or short video content. Then you could go to a creator and say, hey, let me create these reels for you for free. That way it can help you out and I'm just learning my skill. And maybe you could give me a referral or review after the service and you know give it a month or something. That's a really great way to add value but also learn a skill. And then also get proximity, so kind of tying everything together here. Um, 
if you're a business owner and you're doing, you know, a million, two million, three million, ten million dollars a year, and you're thinking about content or giving, I'm sure at this point you understand the concept of giving, whether that's to your employees or to your customers. And I think you would echo the sentiment that the more that you give, the more that you're going to receive back. I would also recommend in the content that you're creating for from a marketing perspective is there's a, a philosophy called they ask you answer. And I would recommend thinking about that concept whenever you're answering or you're creating content for your customers and positioning your brand as the go-to customer that is the guide for solving their problem. So giving is all facets of things. And I would just recommend trying to give as much as possible. Um, Alex Hormozy has a really good quote about this. And it's like you're giving and giving and giving until they're like, oh, here's the ask. Oh, here's the ask. And you're never giving that ask. And what happens is that when you're asked, when you end up do asking, it's so big that you're asking for this that they're like, oh, wow, okay, yes, absolutely I'm going to do this because you've built up so much goodwill. And Gary Vee talks about the jab, jab, right hook, give, give, and then hit him with something. Where Hormozzi says just keep jabbing away, jabbing away, and if that, that, that hook never comes – you just look like you're the ultimate giver forever and ever and ever and ever. And if you want to ask, then you ask. But if you don't ask, people look at you as like, man, this guy gives, 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 or this woman gives, 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 gives. And so that's my two cents when it comes to giving. Don't don't worry too much about, oh, man, I need to put this behind a paywall. I need to put this behind here, put this behind here. Build a lot of goodwill with people, and eventually, if you do want to ask, your ask is going to mean so much more to them because you're not pounding them with ask, ask, ask all the time. That's my two cents. Awesome. Well, if you liked this content and you think that it's valuable, please share it. That's how we grow the channel. That's how we grow our, our following. Also, that's how we grow our podcast. So if you like this type of content on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, please leave us a review. That would be very helpful for us, a five-star review. If you have nothing nice to say, you know, maybe just leave a comment. Don't the reviews really help us out a lot. So if you could leave us a review, that'd be great. Um, cool. We'll see you in the next video. Whole squad eats. Hopefully you got something out of this content.